Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. Oh, why hasn't anybody guessed Steve Thomas yet? <laughs> I just said that. I just said Steve Thomas. Why don't you listen to me? <laughs> no, it was not Steve Thomas. Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's talk penguins and rangers. But let's not talk about flyers because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can deny. Episode 54, Friends and Rivals podcast coming at you. I am one of your hosts. Jean-Jacques Francois Jelly Donut. With me as always are Steven Wojtowicz. <laughs> well, Bill Bill Fouchier. You guys sound terrible. Uh Nick Marita here. Uh feeling pretty good. Just uh, a lot of yelling over here. <laughs> I don't have I need to get my dump button, my cough button up and queued up really a lot more tonight. Or else this this podcast is gonna suck more than usual. What happened here, boys? Happy, happy New, New Year! Year. Uh, Fuck the Flyers! Fuck or the as flyers. I like to say, Fuck Happy Hughes it. Year! <laughs> Shut the fuck up with that. Pull you, please. So, 50% of the Friends of Rivals podcast are doing this podcast in isolation with COVID-19. That's dedication, folks. That is dedication. Your job is to figure out which two hosts have it. Yeah, I'm sure that's tough. <laughs> I'll try to fill in while while everybody's taking a coughing break. Um, real difficult to do. Twenty five percent chance one of the hosts will not make it through the podcast. (laughs) Oh shit! That that may actually happen. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. We got a news alert. We got yeah. Well, listen. That we we found out tonight that Stephen's wife. Um, puts mayo on Steve's sandwich because she's got to make food for him because he's in isolation. So she doesn't put the mayo on the bread. She puts it between the cheese and the meat. I, and, and Steve, I, I got to tell you that this frightens me. I thought I knew Tina. I've, I've known Tina. We've known Tina for a long time. We always thought she was a down to earth type of person. But now we found out that she's borderline terrorist. We Scary have stuff. been married for 16 years. Congratulations. I don't think I ever realized that she did not put mayo on the meat and that she didn't put it on the bread. Like who, who the fuck does that? This is, this is, this is exactly like drinking the milk out of the cereal. No, and that's then eating the cereal. No, that's genius. This is like making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but putting the peanut butter and jelly on the outside of the sandwich. That would just be messy. Yeah. Well, it's, trust me, when, when you bite into a sandwich that has mayo in between the meat and the cheese, guess what happens to the mayo? Squirts it goes everywhere. everywhere. It goes everywhere. not in the bread. It's <laughs> a mayo money shot. <laughs> 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 uh, perfect timing, Steve. Perfect timing. Just give so. me my text. <laughs> All right. Billy may put me in a hospital tonight. <laughs> Not in the good way either. <laughs> oh, good Lord in heaven. Oh. Hey, but guess what? Yeah. They're playing games again. Well, yeah. 75% of the teams on this podcast are playing fucking games. Yeah, it's nice but, when you guys are playing games, right? But trust me, we will hockey is fun, that. Nick. You should get involved. I forgot we have hockey. So it's kind of yeah. bizarre. Uh, what do I want to do? I want to share the screen. 
That's what I want to do. All right, so we're going to get into the shitty call of the week. This one, this one comes from the Oilers Devils game on New Year's. Why is it always fucking Devils games? Like, because I know you're not doing it on purpose. I, I, I am not. There's just always a shitty call during the Devils games. They so, send the B squad referees to, to the Devils. Probably. Games. <laughs> well, no, you know what? I think it's the same referee. That's maybe he's just doing Devil games. He lives but in New York. Let, let's <laughs> watch. Let's watch. Nugent Hopkins, one touch in front, and Yamamoto earns Edmonton's first power play of the day. Yep, one touch of the puck. Yamamoto scores! Yep, one and touch of the puck. First lead of the afternoon! First beautiful passing by the Edmonton Oilers on this. Um, however, the penalty is called, and then Hamilton clears the puck. Right then and there, Clearly. play is dead. Whistle. Play is dead. The, the pass across that Hughes touched with his stick, that's borderline at best that probably doesn't get called. It's borderline, but, but I, you've seen it called in the past, though. I, I made it a point. Otherwise, to, it wouldn't be borderline. So the last two games uh, for the Rangers was against the Lightning and the Oilers, and I made it a point to specifically look for delayed penalties and what the refs were calling. There was, a, there was one spot where the Rangers, I don't even think, touched the puck where they had to, and they, and they blew the whistle. So they, they called it for a lot less. So the Devils ended up challenging this call. <laughs> and 30 minutes later, <laughs> during the review process, I mean, during the review process, you saw the, the, the referees and they were by the penalty box. They had their little iPad and they were looking at the screen. And there was a good six minute stretch where the screen didn't change. There was nothing going on on that screen. And it ultimately was called... Um, not it was a non-reviewable call. Did they not know that before they fucking went into this whole 20-minute ordeal? They had to go to the lawyers to interpret the rule. Because if you read the official rule, it is which I'm sure you have inane, cockamamie, unrecognizable that it's the English language. It's just so so poorly written and worded and very vague, but yet very specific at the same time. I'm trying to cue up um, the point in which the referee raises his hand. Right. But so when is a penalty a penalty? When the penalty happens or when the ref raises his hand? Okay. So the ref has his hand in the air there. And this is, I, I don't know if I can. He's already, this. you can see the puck has already been cleared by Hamilton. Yeah, it has been. It's by that, that yeah. kid in the stands. Fucking ass so, front row I mean, it was probably really, really tight at that point, right? Real tight. Doesn't matter. He touched the puck. Blow the whistle right there. Well, Boom. I, I think his his. So when the referee or when the the referees decide to when a, a play is being dead, it's when they start the motion of their arm to raise the whistle to their mouth to blow it. Right. That's called in the process of blowing right. the whistle. Right. Okay. The referee was in the process, the process of, raising of raising his hand yeah. when Hamilton was touching the puck. That, that play is dead right then and there. Two officials blew that call. Yep. And the fact that it's just clearly something you should be able to review. Just as much as offsides, this is not a judgment call. No, this, it's, it's not Touch a judgment call. Puck, that's it. 
should be reviewable. I, I tend to agree with you. But man alive, I think this was that same. Um, I think it was John Jacques Francois Jelly Donut, actually. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, we need to start, uh, you know, marking down who we're, who we're putting in the crosshairs. Oh, every week. yeah. That's a cool. Yeah, keep a tally. This was the, the referee was Francois Saint Laurent and Dean Martin. Oh, sorry, Morton. Sounds familiar. So, so Francois Saint Laurent, we've had already, and and in fact, if you go back, shit, probably to our last episode, I think it was Francois Saint Laurent as well in the shitty call of the week. So we're gonna have to uh, send a communique over to the NHL offices in New York and to, just say, uh, hey, this is he's a repeat offender on the podcast. Repeat offender on the podcast. What are you gonna do about it? Can we get him as a guest? <laughs> as a guest is the question. Don't call for his job. We we might get fined like a half a million dollars. Sure. Or yeah. Pesos. Just sitting there and waiting and waiting and watching and like, all right, this is going to get, it's got to get overturned. It's got to get overturned. It's got to get overturned. And like you said, it was like seven minutes. I think in real time, it was seven minutes. All for him to go, yeah, we can't really do anything about it. You're being too nice with that seven minutes, dude. It was a lot longer than seven minutes. No, I think in real time, it was like, I think it was like seven minutes and change. I don't think it was longer than that, but it's just ridiculous. Was it Tom Brady's iPad? <laughs> that he spiked? No, it's, it's he gave the iPad to somebody else and they deflated it a little bit. <laughs> whack, whack. Too, busy, too busy watching uh, Antonio Brown not to get off a shirt and Jet Stadium. <laughs> somebody put somebody put antonio brown like that but with a sign that he's holding up that says the rangers rule or something like that, that was hilarious i thought too, tom brady was was too busy autographing footballs that he threw that were intercepted for jets players you didn't hear about that well i thought he caught after the, the game the, after the game the jets no, he, player went up to him with the ball and said will you autograph it for me no but even in, in that game didn't he catch the ball on the sideline and then throw it into the stands who Tom Brady did? Yeah. I think I think friggin' uh Tom Wilson threw a pass uh and it ended up just being like a throwaway pass. Tom Wilson, you fucking idiot. Oh, sorry. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. <laughs> Tom Wilson's the dirt bag. Zach Wilson's the terrible quarterback. Tomato every tomato. every Zach Wilson passes a throwaway pass. I'm not really sure. <laughs> well, we're Brady, supposed caught, to narrow it down. Brady was sitting on the bench and he caught him on the bench. Fucking love if Tom and instead Wilson of throwing it back into the play, Jets. he threw it to somebody in the stands. So it was great. When that rule, I I think I'd like Tom Wilson as quarterback for the Jets. <laughs> well, he would probably be a little bit more tougher than a lot of their past quarterbacks. Mm. But I didn't, can't even talk. The Giants don't even have a quarterback right now. That's very true. Yeesh. So moving on, COVID is running rampant, not only in the NHL but in the world. Fifty percent. Really, right? Fifty percent of our hosts uh, tonight yes. are infected mm-hmm. with the COVID nineteen bug. I want you to all go on Twitter tomorrow and tell us which ones. <laughs> you will get a prize of absolutely nothing. Maybe just recognition. Oh, we'll I'll write a song down. for. I'll write a song for somebody if they. Oh, yeah. Really? If they Billy, guess the Billy tune. Will, yeah. We'll write you a tune. Yeah, I'll do that. Wow. Wow. It's the two for a tune challenge. <laughs> I like it, Nick. 
So I ended up going up to New Jersey for, for Christmas and uh, I was around a lot of people and it just happens. It just happens. I would have, we would have gotten it anyway. doesn't matter where we were, but it is, you know, I'm finding out that when I was in New Jersey, I, I see a lot more people than what I do in Florida because when I'm at, when I, when I'm at home, I go to the doctor's office and I go to the food store. And Disney. And Disney. So I probably would have gotten this strand probably at Disney, no doubt. That's it. Yeah, probably a good chance. It was just really in my face because it was just everything that we tried to do got either postponed, canceled, or just, you know, that was it. We even left early, left a day early to get back to, uh, to Florida. And I'm glad I did because to quarantine where I was probably wouldn't have been the best thing in the world to do. So yeah, back home. How was everybody else's holidays? Nick, how were the uh, holidays for the twins? Everything good? Or the triplets. Triplets, triplets, there, you there's know. three of them. There's three of them. Yeah, I know. COVID Thank place. you. Thank you, Steven. Um, yeah, I so had we were... it. I didn't need him to, to correct me. I had it. You got there eventually. Um, we were supposed to come up, obviously, as you guys know, and we were all going to get together, hopefully. But I think our timings were all different. I would have been leaving the day. I think you were you were basically coming like in or something. It was like one day we could have made it work. But mm. Um, because uh, my daughter got uh, exposed uh, right before, and so we had to wait to get her tested five after five days. And then my wife was sick with a nasty cold, which we didn't, she was not positive, but nevertheless, it was a combination of things that made uh, the people we were going to go see not exactly excited to see us yeah. anymore. So we said, yeah, this has just been sucksmiths this year. Nothing has gone right. Like the whole planning. For, originally, people were supposed to come down to see us, but like planning got changed, and then things got moved around, and people canceled. And it turned out nobody was coming to see us, so we had to go. We decided to change, go up to see them. Then we couldn't go, so then there was nobody seeing us. So we said, and we couldn't find a real tree. We had a, bought a fake tree, which is like, like I hate, I hate it, I hated it. But yeah, I was There's like, nothing wrong with a fake tree, Nick. We decided to do it, and then we said, "We said this year we're not going to be here, so we'll we'll keep it in the front for next year, and we'll have you know always have like that thing in the front, and then our real tree in the back." But you're leaving so, year round. No, like during Christmas time, like you have two trees in the house essentially. But anyway, um, so we went out and got a tree real quick, and we found. I went to Lowe's. Lowe's happened to have them for whatever reason. The places down here were just like you couldn't find a fucking tree for under hundred and twenty dollars. No, there were it was ridiculous all everywhere. Yeah, yeah it wasn't dog shit. I mean, literal dog shit. The place we yeah. go to every year that gets a lot. They on December we went on my birthday, December fifth. Nothing. They had nothing first week of fuck first weekend. Yeah. in December. Yeah. So I was like, that's not good. And then we went everywhere, and it was everything was like way way too much money for garbage. So we, we, we written it off and then, you know, last minute we got a tree at Lowe's, which was very sappy, very sappy. A lot of sap. A uh, lot of sap. Really full. A lot of sap. A little full, a lot of sap. Yep. They don't even help you there. They're like, Lowe's are like, here's a, there's some twine there. <clears throat> there might be a scissor. You might use your teeth to just gnaw it and then tie yourself. So that was fun. Um, I was like, because originally I was like, should I tip the guy that's like putting my, you know, just a tree in the, through the. You know, just through the, uh, the the thing that nets it, you know. But there's no point because they don't put the thing. They don't even put the thing on your car. So I was like, well, now I feel better if I'm not tipping the guy. But I don't know. It's weird. 
They don't tip shit down here. You're uh, mute, dum dum. I no, I thought I hit the first time on Zoom. No, I thought I hit the button, but apparently I didn't. No, you got to You got that. You got to haggle that. That's got to be part of the deal that you make, right? Don't you got to tip everybody. You tip everybody at Lowe's. There's no deal. It's like there's a. They're like, I don't care. I make minimum wage here, man. I went to I went to Home Depot, <laughs> got a three and a half foot tree for fifty bucks, mm. and of course you got to tip the guy. Well, I standing I mean, out in the cold. To be honest, the guy before uh, there was two guys working there. The first guy was like not was helping the person in front of me. He did all this like nice shit, you know, like on the bottom, like cutting off yeah. the little stuff. My guy, one cut, throws it through. I'm it. Like, I was like, uh, what do I do here? I'm like, this guy. Like, I'm I'm lying actually. The the guy in front of me tipped five bucks, and I said that's from both of us. I was a little afraid if I if I gave a tip, he'd like he'd like think it was like a come on and like you know. Try to be like, all right, you know, reach around. And be like, no, nah, no, nah, that's kind of tip, dude. Not that kind of tip. Well, what kind of tip um, are you giving out? Holy shit. I, Just the tip. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, otherwise we just hung out here and didn't go anywhere. We uh, uh, did see some friends uh, later, but they've all been, everyone's, we were hoping, you know, everyone's kind of in the same boat. We're just staying home and no one's really been going anywhere. So, but uh, we did have some people, folks that, we're gonna hang out with us on New Year's, and then they were exposed, and it was like oh, the whole Jesus. like. Then it's like the whole like, should we go? Should they not go? And then we all just decided it's fine. We'll just go, and and they were fine. They just, they they weren't sick, but they just didn't know because they're exposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same fucking story. Everyone's gonna be going. Everybody knows this story. Six fucking months. Yep. yep. So, on, so on, to, on to Easter when the next strain comes around. Uh, well, no, we still have to get through Valentine's Day and and the best holiday ever, St. Patrick's Day. You know, there's top of the morning to you. There's a lot of more holidays we got to get through until we get to the old Easter Bunny. Don't you worry. Yeah. All right, let's take a ride on the metro. The devils seem to be taking it on the chin lately. I mean that literally and figuratively because I watched the game. What was it yesterday or two nights ago? Uh, last it was, night. It was last night. The, Seems like three or four different players took a puck to the face last night. Yes, as well as already having our best defenseman out from getting hit in the puck and having to have jaw surgery. Yes, uh, we had two more players get hit last night. Did he really go for jaw surgery? Oh yeah, he had to have surgery. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's out indefinitely. They got a, he had the surgery today, and they're waiting to see uh, tomorrow how he feels and what the surgeon says. To determine how long he's going to be out for. Yeah, but it's just a jaw, field, right? What? I believe Billy was talking. I talked over. It's just a jaw. He'll be back with the Lego Man helmet in no time. You'll see. Yeah, exactly. Don't they do the whole face shield? I, 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 it's, it's got to be until at least March, right? I mean, he's no not going to come back. It's not going to come back in two weeks. And then we got. It's almost the All Star game. They're going to say, "Well, we're not going to bring him back for the All Star game." And then they're going to say. Well, you know, we're going to go on this three-week break because of the Olympics that we had set apart. We're not going to play him during any of those games. He's not going to be back till March. Easy. I don't know. I, I think he'll be back before before that. No, nah, I don't there's think. There's so. no rush. There's no rush. They're not in a. They're not in the playoffs no. right now, and they're, they're they're ten points out. They're actually, if you look they're, at percentage, because the Isles are haven't played six six games less, right? So, yeah. Uh, I was actually ahead of them in that regard, and you know, in not by points much, in points earned, in uh, you know, 
winning percentage. But yeah, it's just it's just a matter of like, how why would you rush him back? You just signed. No, there, I, I definitely don't think he's coming back till March. Well, I think Boston and then has he sure... hold on that second wild card anyway. They have only yeah games, and they got thirty six points. And they're I, I don't know. They, it seems like they got the hold on that on that second wild card spot as of now. And not to mention that not only is this the first year of his what, eight year deal, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, after the whole thing with Eichel, I don't think, I think the like teams like the Devils would be like, hey, we're going to take it, play it safe. Play it like, safe. Yeah. It's not the same back jaw injury, but like, don't rush back. Like, it's not that the season's a lost season, but they're not built for this year. They're built for like two, two years. years. Two, two years. years. But even next, but next year's a good the year they should make the playoffs. I yes. think that should be what they should like. They got to make the playoffs next year, or they should. And then right. from there, it's the jump. Like where, where this how year, this it? year was, yeah, this year was at least meaningful games late in the season, which, hey, they could go on a run. They haven't gone on a run. I mean, they're at, you know, three, a three game winning streak is, I think, the, the longest they've had all year. So they could go on the run and climb up a little bit. I don't think they're going to be, I don't think, I don't think they're a playoff team this year. But again, meaningful games late in the season is a possibility. And we're also, even though it's in January, we haven't even hit the, the halfway mark. Right. I mean, shit, the Isles are just barely over the quarter mark. But, you know, I, the Devils are still another, what, seven games? To so halfway halfway average, I think we're a third of the way. A lot. A lot yeah. of games yeah. left, man. I, I a agree. lot of games. A lot of hockey left to be played. But again, I, I, like you said, Nick, I did no need at all to rush them back. No. And, no. and their problem last night wasn't the defense. <clears throat> Their problem last night was Mackenzie Blackwood and fluky goals. Much how like that, how fitting that article came out today about he, he needs to be the backbone of the organization. Oh yeah. I mean <laughs> I, I I heard you in my head screaming at that article. It's a big problem right now with, with the team and the fan base and the media. There is not one beat reporter that covers the devils for nope. any news outlet at all. All, all of the news uh, Star Ledger? They don't have a beat reporter. Bergen record, no beat reporter. Second-rate citizens. Even the Athletic sent the Devils beat reporter out to San Jose, and now the Devils are splitting a writer with the Rangers, and she's doing other stuff too. They just don't have a dedicated person to cover the team from an outside source. So all well, of this since, news since is Carp coming. Left, the Rangers don't have a dedicated guy either. Stape Staple. is going no. between. But, but they the have, Islanders don't they have Rangers. beat reporters he, for the newspaper? No, he moved over. Staples now dedicated Rangers. Oh, Isles got time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the range. So Isles got a, well, I don't, I don't, read, I don't read him anyway. So it doesn't Why not? <laughs> you because I, I read Vince or I read uh, Colin or I read uh, Molly. They're okay. So you have three other options four besides Actually, four, four other options besides four. the option you don't want and then right. the devils have well, none it's the rangers they're the number one team in the nhl i mean they're tied for the number one team that. in the nhl for right now actually tampa took them over last night good last night it's so again all of the news that the devils fans get is from the team mostly which is ridiculous it, it just shouldn't be that way there's no objectivity so after blackwood does shit the bed like he did last night and then the team releases an article like they did today saying, you know, it's Blackwood. He's going to take the ball. He's going to run with it. He's going to be the number one. You know, it, you just look stupid by putting that out. But they schedule these things, you know, a week in advance. So they have no feeling on, you know, 
changing that schedule based on how the game went last night. Coming off a three-game winning streak, again, that game against Boston last night, the team didn't play bad. I, I wasn't really unhappy with anything outside of Smith's poor play on the, on the game-winning goal. Why he chased uh, behind the net is beyond me instead of just staying in front. But that's, you know, that's just a defensive lapse. I, you know, that could happen at any point of the game. They played really well the rest of the game. They played great against Washington. They played really good against Edmonton, except for, again, you know, a couple of bonehead plays by Blackwood. And they played good against Buffalo. So that's three games in a row. And Jack Hughes has really stepped up these last couple of games. He's now 17 points in 17 games. I mean, can't ask for much more than that. The, the players I still worry about are Kukokunen and Bokvist, two guys that – two young kids that the team was really hoping uh, for more out of. And they just haven't done anything to, to set themselves apart, you know, learning curve and young kids they they can make mistakes but these two guys just don't ever do anything where you go oh yeah if they could do more of that i would definitely want them on the team they just they don't do anything special they don't do anything great and they don't do a lot really good so i definitely see them hopefully losing their spots on the roster pretty soon to holtz and foot if these guys can get a chance if we can get Foot, if we can get if we can let Holtz play with guys not named Mason Gertzen, uh, I think it would definitely help his development. But Gertzen, I don't. That's not him. It's your guy. But how do you have Holtz come up and just play on the fourth line? I, I again, you can't tell me that this team is, that that teams make their lineup and run their teams based on analytics, and then let your coach do that because there are no analytics and the world that say Holt should be a fourth line player playing alongside Mason Gertzen. You know, I, I, I made the joke about, about Lindy Ruff um, being an excellent coach on the Twitter and someone chimed in and said that he had, he didn't have anything to do because he wasn't coaching. But even when you're, you're not coaching, you still have a say. In he still, he still has a say in the roster. Come on. I'm again, the, the whole playing Gertzen because it was Boston. Yeah. Maybe I could see that, but Again, I just said it. Yannick Kokonen hasn't done anything all year. Why is he getting a top six? Why is he getting top six minutes? Drop him down and let Holtz take his spot. I, I don't get it. That's about all I got for this week. I, I agree with you 100%. You know, let the kids play. Let, let's see what they got. Yeah. He, he, he seems it's, like a very dynamic player, especially down in Utica, who, like Billy likes to bring up all the time, just crushing it in the AHL. Let these kids play a little bit more. And I, I right. Let's see what they got. Let them get. I, at this point, I think it's just a speed thing, getting adjusted to the speed of the game. And I think once he once he gets that adjustment and he finds those spaces, right, that's that's what every goal scorer says. You got to find the nooks and the crannies where you can set yourself up and get your shot. Hey, especially when you're going from a large ice surface like you are in Europe over to the small right. North American size, too. That That's a huge part of it, too. And then, and he sure was playing, playing really well too. And then boom, lower body injury. And again, the team said during the game last night, the team said he sure will practice with the team tomorrow. And he's a game time decision on Thursday, which is great. But then today he didn't practice with the team. He just did a light skate on his own. And because there's no beat reporter, there was nobody to ask the coach the question, Hey, why did he not 
skate with the team during practice and only do a, a light skate on his own. So, so I may regret this, but put your put your Twitter handle out there right now. Mine? Your, yeah, put your Twitter handle out there. Is right at S-T-E-V-E-N-W-O-J. If, you, if you're not following him on the Twitter, do, do so. It will every day. You will, it, it's a laugh riot. Right? Yeah, it's a laugh because you it's could laugh, feel my misery just on his reactions to this a lot of great. things on the Twitter. Yeah, it, it's it's it brings me back every day. Enjoy my misery. <laughs> oh, trust me, we do. I know you do. Speaking of misery, I mean, are are the Islanders? Are they still in the league? Are they are they still allowed to play hockey in the NHL? I mean, we're getting we're getting there. We had a good sure? game this week. <laughs> we had two games this week uh surprisingly but then you know the nhl was like you know don't go on that west coast trip it's uh it's not a good idea you just two take games. a break you had two games two that's games. enough you're good two you're games good. is enough so you know we had a an interesting schedule so far um isles have played two games and it'll be basically in about three weeks uh, they played uh let me just pull this up real quick get the actual days because it's it is pretty pretty nutty how this is working out here they played they played december 19th oh here we go i'm an idiot i had it up yeah so they played on the 19th against the the golden knights right that was the the last game i talked about i think on the podcast was the game back for um for for leonard all right and then uh after that we had a a nice holiday break there was no hl for a few teams and whatever so four four games right you missed four so 19th and then the 30th is our next game against the Sabres and then the first New Year's Day against the Oilers. Two home games, two wins, and then uh, a, a nice 12-day break between, uh, you know, <laughs> games. So uh, <laughs> we're going to play in the span of a month uh, about four games. From the 16th of, of December to the next game is the 13th in, in January. That's, that's four games, guys. Um, but then the schedule changes quite dramatically assuming everybody can play there's uh 11 games in 19 days one of those is an away game and that's philly but all of them Fuck the flyers Fuck the flyers basically all the games are just back-to-backs or n- it's just ridiculous at how many games we're gonna be playing that stand now with that said the Isles have had 10 games this year postponed wow only one has been rescheduled so far that's in March. The rest, well, the other nine games are all. No, there was there was two rescheduled, right? The Philly, and it's the Philly game on the 18th, and the Ranger game on March 17th. Those are the two that have been rescheduled. Maybe right? we're on, the, on, the eight, on the 18th was... of January, I think you were supposed to play Columbus, but that game got postponed, and now you're playing Philly that day. Or it's something. So then, the, so then the Columbus game needs to be rescheduled. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> but at least they rescheduled the game that was already canceled. Oh, you know what? I missed. I was looking at another article. I was looking before they rescheduled the uh, the other game. So yeah, I only saw the, the Rangers game on yeah. uh, what I was looking at. But nevertheless, uh, that's a lot of fucking games to make up, and um, yeah, that's gonna be tough. And four of those games were from the 20th of December to the 29th, and then the other four, January 4th to the January 11th. Um, so they're all. Uh, they're all going to be uh, fun games now. So the, uh, the twenty the twenty three day break is not going to be a twenty three day break for the hours. <laughs> no, 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 in the four and four of those games: Seattle, Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary. Just travel alone sucks. Yeah, it's the West Coast. They're going to be like it's going to be brutal. 
three in, in the midst games. of all of those makeup games you're gonna have to do that too it's, yeah three and, and look steve the devils went through this last year when they had covid and, they and nobody cared the, and, and nobody they, cared well yeah besides nobody that, said to get well soon card fuck that but besides that when they had to go make up those games they had no time for practice and the play on the ice actually suffered because of it so and that was after a season without preseason games for some reason and i know ridiculous ridiculous back to the preseason game argument yeah all right so anyway um with that said i also have almost a full roster incredibly um we've had uh been just ravaged by COVID injuries uh, to top players. Uh, and finally, everyone except for Ryan Pulak, who is still out with an injury, um, lower body injury, is uh, uh, back. So we're, we're hopefully going to – maybe Pulak will be back before the beginning of the, the next bent, bent, uh, set of games. But since they're at home, he doesn't have to travel or anything. So it would be basically like – uh, those 10 of those 11 games are at home, one in Philly. So basically he can come back. You won't have to worry about, they don't have to worry about him having to meet the team somewhere. He'll be skating at home, just getting ready to get back into shape when he's ready. So hopefully the team can get through, you know, through this point without being any more COVID. I mean, most of the team has had it at this point. Co- uh, even Trotz is out for uh, death in the family uh, for the last few, few days and, uh, but so she should be back soon, hopefully. But nevertheless, it's been you know a shit show, and and it, all that said, and it can't. It's, we're just under five hundred. Amazingly, I mean, there's been a lot of bad shit I've talked about the Isles this year. Um, and uh, with that said, uh, you know we've had some some bright spots. Uh, we won the last two games, one against Sabers, where all five goals in the game were Isles or former Islanders. Kyle Poso, probably an All Star this year scored for the Sabres. So uh, fun, uh, fun one there. Uh, and then also Barzal had a goal and two assists uh, in that game against the Sabres goals. Also from, uh, from uh, uh, Bellows and Dobson. I was thinking of Brian Bellows for some reasons, chip my brain up. Um, so anyway, uh, that's been good because first off getting Dobson has been red hot. He's been um, really, really starting to, to form into that like top tier defenseman they were hoping he would become in, would fall into. Um, watching him, he's got all the tools. Uh, I, I think he's got all of it. He just needs to like put it together and defensemen take time sometimes, sometimes longer than others. And I, I just hoped he'd be able to do it uh, quick enough that they wouldn't give up on him because of where they are with their team, right? Like they're, they're trying to win the cup now. I know that he's a young kid. They don't want to let like, you know, they don't give him, they don't give him up or anything. They gave him a lot of time last year on the ice, and this year it's really starting to pay off. You know, he, he was playing well last year, um, but this year he's starting to make that step, and um, I think he's gonna, he's really the a, a key key piece to like making sure that defense starts to turn it around. Uh, I still think they need to make another trade to get somebody. Um, the Calvin DeHaan has been talked about as a guy that might get traded and he was a former Islander plays lefty. He might fit real well, hopefully not for too much if they go for him, but they definitely need another guy. I uh, Chara is a serviceable guy, but he's not a, he's not the guy on a team mm. that's going to make the playoffs. I, um, he's not, doesn't the speed. Um, and uh, they're, they're not really trusting uh, Robin Salo and um, Spash Naho enough yet. 
to really take that on. Sebastian Aho has been doing a serviceable job, but I think um, I'm not sure those guys are going to – like Salo definitely is going to be here. They just don't want to rely on him too much. He's, he's a rookie. Much like Dobson was rookie last year, it's hard for them to really give that the time. Um, Bellas has been playing a hell of a lot better. Uh, he's got, uh, what, seven uh, points in the last seven games, three goals and four assists. Uh, he's looked pretty strong. He's starting to really get the system, playing real well. Uh, and uh, last night, the last game we had against uh, on the first was uh, against the Oilers. Oilers, hot team. Drysaddle and uh, McDavid. Uh, <clears throat> Drysaddle ends up scoring a goal uh, off, a, off a skate, kind of throw into the front of the net. Wasn't a direct goal. Play, play was, uh, they played him right, you know, on the push from the outside, just unlucky goal. And McDavid only had one uh, secondary assist on a kind of a, a scramble in the front, which he, you know, caused. Um, outside that, though, they shut him down. Pelic was on. Pelic so, they, wait. Neither McDavid didn't skate through the whole team and score a highlight goal. <laughs> uh, no, uh, he didn't yeah, do that no. against the Devils either. Who did he do that? Oh, wait, who was that against? Not the, it wasn't the Penguins. Oh, it was the Rangers. Oh, it was we'll, the Rangers. We'll, we'll right. talk okay. about the last game he played against the Rangers <laughs> Look, in the upcoming in just a couple. Minutes. I don't know. No, it's all right. Goal of the year against the Rangers. It's fine. We're good. <laughs> it's true. I don't think it matters. Well, you saw, did you no, we're Park? good. We're good. Goal of the no, year no. against the Rangers. Did you see we got it. Car's goal last night. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't as good as McDavid's was, goal against the Rangers. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to interrupt, Nick. It's okay. Benefit of the doubt, Tom. I think it wouldn't have mattered who was on the ice at that point. At that on that goal, he would have scored against. Yeah, but it was the played. Rangers. So it was the Rangers. So so yeah. Enjoy the playoffs job. again this year. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll be honest, Oilers. Um, they look like they. They, they honestly don't look like a different team. They, they give a lot of opportunities to the Isles who have been starved for goals. And uh, even though they didn't they only scored two in regulation, uh, Dobson scores the game winner in overtime. It's his fifth of the year. Um, good and bad. Um, good because he's got five goals. Bad because that ties Anthony Bavillier for five goals. And uh, like halfway through, I think uh, he's like, uh, you know, I think Lee has 10, I think. It was top lead, you know, leading the team. Um, Dobson's got five, you know, that just kind of shows you that it, even though it's like, Oh, he's got five goals. That's great. Uh, yeah. Well, we're not scoring shit. You know, right. the whole team is we're dead last in, in offense. Um, so nevertheless, there's, there's, there's spots that we got to improve on. Um, so they, they do, but they do well against the Oilers. Oilers, I guess I was saying they, um, they, they left a lot of chances. They, they are not going to win the playoffs. They're not built for it. They're not. Uh, That's so and and McDavid are are phenomenal players, um, but it they that they're gonna team, have to they're gonna have to give up to get what they need. Unless unless Drysaddle and and uh, and uh, McDavid can start playing, you know, all five uh, <laughs> defense too, yeah. and defense. Like, look, everyone gave shit to, to Torts earlier in the year when he was like, you know, uh, they got he's got to like, change his game, change it up. He's not fucking wrong, man. Like he doesn't have to change his game. They need different players. That's all. <laughs> so Torts is going to be the head coach. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if Torts wants it. He could probably get it, but that would be anybody. that would be a pay per view watch. Wow. Yeah. So, hey, uh, but that's know. might win McDavid a cup though. <laughs> but that's the Isles in a nutshell. Uh, two games this week. Two wins, incredibly. Um, teams and coming back. And they gave him a break. And they said, and then, uh, give you a yeah. break. 
Now, the, the, the real test is going to be – the real test of what this team is going to be like is going to be the week of this pra- practice week, essentially. Two weeks practice, yeah. And then, yeah. basically, uh, from there, you got uh, a streak of 11 games in 19 11 days. And 19, that's crazy. And then, then God knows what they throw at, you know, where these games are going to go. So, yeah. um, that'll be the other part of it. So, if they can make – if they can get something going, if the team can stay healthy, if if Pulak can come back, they got a shot at, at pushing for a playoff spot. But it's gonna be sneaking in at this point at best. So, you know, it's it's definitely it's definitely gonna be tough for them. You know, I was even looking at the standings while you were talking, and even if they, so they're they're what like six games they played six games less than other teams that begins with thirty four games game played. Um, and that only gets them 38 points, which gets them into the second wild card. But then again, you got Boston, who's at 36 points, playing only played 29 games. Again, I think I still think Boston has a stranglehold there. It's it's going to be really tough for the Islanders to uh, to make the playoffs this year. I think. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And, and Boston's 17, 10, and two. I mean, they're not a bad team. They're above no, 600. But, but they aren't that great this year either. No, you know, I agree. Not the old I, Boston teams that you know were really, really tough to play against and have really good goaltending. I mean, Giannis Olmark is their goaltender. Come on, I mean, not that he's he's a good player, but he's not Rask. No, Rask. it's not. It's absolutely not. No, no. So, so let's uh, let's bring it over to to Benny and the Penguins. My goodness gracious! You know, it really irks me. I was listening to the Penguin game two nights ago, and the Penguins announcer called him Erod, and I almost threw up. I'm like, what kind of fucking nickname is that for that guy? Should get more creative on the Penguins calls, will you please? Well, I, that's, that's what everybody with a Rodriguez name gets called. I, I'm sorry. that You talk about how many Rodriguez's are there in sports. They're all there's the, the K. There's K. Rod. Yeah, there's K. Rod. Yeah, there's there already Erod in baseball. It's an absolute standard. I don't, I don't know of an Erod yet, but you know. There was an E rod in baseball, like like you said though. There's been so many fucking rods in baseball. Who the hell? It wouldn't surprise me. It's unique in hockey because let's face it, there's just not that many Rodriguez's. Speaking, speaking of rods, Bill's about to get a rod watching this goal. What What are you talking about? I don't know. I, Nothing. It's under review. Also, Hold on, it's under review. This is going to last 40 minutes. You're going to say nope, can't review it. They haven't scored yet, Bill. Yeah, I can see. I can no, I can see the, what the review is going on. Yeah, okay. Crosby skated into. They're going to take it. They're going to bring it back. Anyway, they probably did already call it off in, in your world, wherever wherever you are in game, because I'm I'm a minute plus behind. Nope, my, still going on. And I had to switch my uh, my Wi-Fi sucks today. Also, that's why I had to switch. But anyway, so yeah, why? Sorry. Well, it, you know, it's it's good that TNT has Don Koharski on there. The expert, the NHL rules expert. Love that. Sorry. Go ahead, Bill. I'll shut up. Go Brainiac. Ahead. Yeah. That's the guy that I, that I want to hear the truth from. Um, yeah, so the Penguins, uh, they they were shut down. Obviously, the last time we were talking, they had just played the Devils, and and, and the Devils gave them all COVID. And, uh, but the Devils, the, the Penguins mostly healed from their COVID during the shutdown. So they got it, and, and then there were a bunch of guys in the protocol. Most of them were, were back and ready to go, at least the key guys uh, by uh, – by the time they played on this past Saturday, which was their, their next game. And they played the San Jose Sharks. And that's, uh, and the reason why 
Erod's name came up so much in that game is because he scored his first career hat trick. So congratulations to Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Um, they're going to allow the goal, apparently, I think, from what Tom just uh, motioned. Anyway, the uh, so the Penguins have their eight-game winning streak. He's giving me the finger. I don't really – it's very distracting. I don't, I don't know, know what's going on. <laughs> I'm getting the finger. I'm getting a wave. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, in, in, in my, in, in my television view, they're just starting to point at the ice now. So <laughs> just goal was a three, three tie. Um, yeah. And, and, uh, so the game against San Jose was odd. Uh, but, but then again, it was also the same old story with the Penguins. Um, the, the Penguins don't get to have a, a, what they call a laugher. They don't get to just enjoy like a, a game where they just hammer another team. Um, they, Took a two-one lead after the first period uh, in the game against San Jose, and, uh, and, and it unraveled from there. And Tom oh, and Benny, is that is that is that like a precursor of something? No, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. What could have possibly oh. been? <sighs> anyway, I don't know. But uh, yeah, on, on the game in the game against San Jose, Rodriguez scored a power play, uh, completed the power play late when. Uh, when they were, uh, when they really needed it, because the game had gotten to six to five. Um, Casey DeSmith was just awful against San Jose. It is a completely different Penguins team in front of Tristan Jari than it is in front of uh, Casey DeSmith. It really is night and day. Um, as they're proving tonight. As they're proving tonight. Uh, yeah, and, and I will eventually get to tonight's game. But, but yeah, right. but like, uh, there's so much wasted motion into Smith's style of goaltending, or I don't know, you know, he, or he's just off his game, but it's been all season. Um, he's not been good. Uh, and, and, you know, he's just, he just ends up out of position so much. And he's, and he doesn't end up, you know, when you look goal by goal in the game against San Jose, it's not like, uh, they were, they were all on him. Uh, there were some defensive lapses and, and, and there were some rough deflections and things like that, but, at the same time, uh, you know, it, it's it's the overplaying the, of the puck when it's on the way in that that gets him, you know, a little out of position and, and more susceptible to those tips and things. And every goaltender doesn't want to see a, a, a deflection, but you know, Jari's the way Jari's locked in right now. He's he's getting in front of most of them um, because it, he's making it look so easy. He's just he's just comfortable in the crease. He's making himself big and, and not overplaying the puck and, and letting, letting it come to him a little bit more. So um, the Smith's being off his game really helped that game against San Jose kind of unravel. Um, and so they went from being up six to one, the, the first goal that San Jose scored in the third period was just God awful, lazy shit from the Smith. He just let a puck go by him, bounce off the boards and he just turned around and instead of smothering it, he just let it bounce off his pads and go into the net. It was just, it was just an awful goal. And, and that's when I knew in, you know, the, the standard penguin style that they were going to take that big lead and it was going to start to quickly evaporate. So it did, it got within one goal, but then uh, Rodriguez completed his hat trick late in that game. Uh, then Brian Rust added an empty net goal to complete his hat trick. So double hat trick for the penguins. Uh, and they ended up winning that one, eight to five. And, then they had three nights off and they got back in action against St. Louis tonight. And um, because they're playing the Flyers tomorrow, fuck the Flyers. Um, fuck, the Smith, the Flyers. fuck the Flyers. Yeah, the, uh, 
I guess they, they, they gave Jari tonight off to let him uh, wait for tomorrow's game. But again, he, he was just off his glove hand just looks terrible. He's just, he got beat up for, for uh, three goals in the first, well, the first three goals that they scored. I, I didn't actually notice if they pulled him after the third goal or just after the second period, but uh, Jari came out for the third period. And again, just looks like he's in control. It was after the uh, third the, goal. The and when Jari came in, he made a save immediately that probably saved the game. And there you have it. Yeah. And so it, it, it's speaking exactly to what you're talking about for sure. And, and incidentally, tomorrow night's game against the Flyers, Fuck ESPN game, as Steve uh, brought to our attention, is the first ESPN game this year, or did they have one at like the uh, in the in the beginning of they the season? They had the first one, yeah. They had no TNT had the first one, didn't they? Or no, or ESPN. ESPN had the first one. TNT had the second game. Ah, got you. Thank you. So that's pretty exciting. Back on ESPN, that is, uh, and it, and it would be the Penguins that would that they would put back on there great great that it's um, back-to-back penguin national televised games that's great yeah the, yeah the nbc yeah. sports always love the penguins now now the rest of them are yeah, going to love the penguins too um, uh, nbc sports loved the flyers loved well, the flyers because they were yeah NBC's they were partially owned company. right all, yeah 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 they're all they're all connected but but they love the penguins too even if it was just because of that rivalry so uh, Penguins are trying to hold on now to a 4-3 lead with, I don't know how much time left. You guys know better than I do since I'm so far behind. But The game's um, over, though. They're, they're trying to go the for Penguins are already in <laughs> Philly. Like, yeah, they left for Philly already. What are you talking about? And, uh, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, and, it, yeah, and it really has been the Jari show for them this season, I, I have to say. Although, although to – to, be, to give credit where credit's due, uh, you know, Rust and Rodriguez now have nine goals between the two of them in the last two games, and this one's not over yet. So uh, so there's that as well. So that's the story with the Penguins. I guess we're not quite now as good as the Rangers. Time. No, no, no. We have to talk about what? we're first no. place New York Rangers. Uh, didn't, we, didn't we do this? This seems like we've done this already. How but do I, how do I Ranger... mute him? <laughs> you can't. So uh, the Rangers had the one game after the uh, after the break uh, postponed and one prior to the break against Montreal. Uh, but then they had the opportunity to go down to Florida and play a home and home or a, uh, sorry, back to back games of Florida against um, the, the Panthers and the Lightning. And then they play the Lightning on uh, the 2nd of January. And then they get to play the Oilers after that. So they four games or is that four games? Yeah, it's four games. I can't even think straight. Um, the game against Florida was uh, a kind of a back and forth affair, real pretty goal by Panarin, um, but it just wasn't enough. Rangers gave up the lead in the third period. Um, just Durkin kind of still getting a feel for, for, for things. Um, and in the game against uh, Tampa Bay in, in Tampa, um, the Rangers won in a shootout. I'm not going to talk about those games a lot because personally, I didn't watch a lot of those games. I saw a little bit of highlights. That's about it. But I did watch the last two uh, at home on the second against Tampa and on Monday against Edmonton. Um, I want to circle in on the matchups at center and, and, and talk about Mika's advantage at a little bit, because before 
we went on our break, we, we started talking about he was heating up a little bit um, and he was, he was starting to score goals again. Well, he's really, really starting to score goals again. And uh, he, had a, he had a hat trick uh, against Tampa on the second. <clears throat> Not only did his hat trick stand out in three goals, but his, his play against Brain Point really, really stood out and his ability to win faceoffs. And I've told you how important faceoffs are all season oh, long no, in the success of the New York Rangers. Talk about lying. <laughs> I know. I was, I was about the contrary. <laughs> I was, I was only joking, but Zabanajad <clears throat> against point <clears throat> and against McDavid, two of the premier centers in the league and Zabanajad not only held his own, but flourished against those two guys in the last two games they played at home. Um, so big kudos to, to Mika Zibanejad. <clears throat> Shesterkin um, played really, really well again at Tampa in that Tampa game. And it seems like he's back from his almost losing his leg again. Um, and it really looks like he's settled in and taking his early season form um, in a perfect time because the Rangers start a, a five game road trip tomorrow night in Vegas. They go to Anaheim. Los Angeles, San Jose, and then finally they end the trip against the Flyers in Philadelphia. And they're going to need <clears throat> Shesterkin to play really, really well uh, on those games. They got no back-to-back, so you can pretty much count on him playing almost every game of that road trip. Maybe Georgie gets one, maybe gets one of those games. Um, but, you know, he's really settling in, and uh, that's just bad news for the rest of the league because – He's playing some outstanding goals right now, <clears throat> much like Jari is. And not saying Georgie isn't playing really good because he is, uh, and he could be starting on a lot of teams in NHL. Um, one of the things that I was looking at is, and I got a question for you guys. The Rangers have a lot of cap space this year <clears throat> to spend on moves to get them in a position to potentially win a cup. Do you go all in? Do you sacrifice some of your youth and your draft picks right now to hit this season hard while you're <clears throat> while you've got a good position in the standings and could potentially go deep in the playoffs? Do you sacrifice <clears throat> some draft picks and some young players in order to do that? I I would rental. say no. Well, it Not depends. For a pure rental. It, it depends, always depends. Right? Well, they have to look at pure rentals. There is yeah. there. I don't think they can take contracts back. And that's, what's going to be unique for them at the trade deadline is they're going to be looking at players who are on expiring contracts and aren't going to be resigned or, or don't want to come back, or they're not going to be, they're not going to be not asked to come back, but they're probably not going to stay long-term with the Rangers. It's just going to be a rental type of situation. And if, and if it is the case, then you look at, okay, who might be available to do this? So I have three players, uh, at least forwards, and these and this player would probably be right wing candidate for Stroman Panarin. One was Radulov on Dallas. Now Radulov is having a shit season and would be real cheap, but it's got the Russian ties. He's a he's a hard nosed player. He's tough to play against. He kind of fits that mold to play with Panarin and Strom. Um, <clears throat> another guy is Kessel, which I don't even want. I, I, I don't even think that's up for debate here. I don't think he's a, he's a player, but he has been named in the past. Third guy, Joe Pavelski. 
Joe Pavelski is on an expiring contract. I think he fit would fit right in with those two guys. And he's a player. He's 37 years old. He's not a guy that you have to worry about signing long-term. And if you do, you're going to get it for a lot less. Uh, I think though. And again, I'm not even going to talk on Kessel at all because I agree with you. I don't think it's a, a, a consideration. I did have a fourth oh, one. Too, but go ahead. I think Radulov and Pavelski both, again, since they're on expiring contracts and a little bit older, I would think they'd have to come on the cheap side. Agreed. And if that's the case, if you're trading like a fourth and a fifth rounder or a fourth rounder and a non, uh, non-NHL prospect, then I say, hell yeah, you make the deal. Yeah, because now, now what it does, it takes Goudreau back to the third line and it gives you a lot more forward right. depth. Right. right? It, it puts everybody where they should be. Yeah, no doubt. And there's another guy. Um, and just because of the contracts that are out there, not because their team is playing bad, and that's Riley Smith in, in, in Vegas. He's got ties to Gallant. He's on an expiring deal. They got a lot of guys gonna, about to come off of IR that they need to clear some cap space. And Riley Smith has been – and, and Marsha Sant is another guy that they've been dangling out there to other teams. But I don't think Marsha Sant – Those guys are going to cost, though. But Riley Smith would cost you. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Riley Smith would cost you. But a player like Joe Pavelski – who I have one zero kind of zeroed in on, he's yeah. not going to cost you a lot in order to get. I th- I think, and it you know, you know this fucking kills me to say it, but if you look at at the standings and how the all the other teams are playing, the Rangers are right there. They, they got a good a shot as any this season to, to, to win it, to win it. So. <laughs> And they, and they, and is if Shesterkin stays healthy and plays like he is, there's no reason why he couldn't even carry a couple of games in the playoffs and he couldn't win a series by himself. But if you trade away talent and picks, you make that window. Cons- all you're doing is shortening the window on the other end. But if you're trading a player like Gauthier or, or hey, or, 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 um, Hayek or or somebody like that, you're not losing anything no, because no. you're yeah, probably no, that's what I'm probably saying. But if you, in your long term plans anyway, right? But if you trade a first or a second rounder, I I'm talking about guy, these guys that I mentioned. You're not going to trade first and second round guys for players for that's yeah exactly. Right? I agree 100. percent So mm. I would say if those two guys come available, I would make that deal. I would make those deals in a heartbeat to strengthen your team. Radulov is always somebody I've enjoyed watching playing against he is like not brad marchand in terms of skill but in terms of hard to play against he's that same kind of player yep and there's another guy on dallas but this guy's going to cost you but he gives you a red hole doesn't bit. play there anymore dude no he gives you a little bit of defensive depth and that's john klingberg he's on an expiring contract he's 29 years old uh he's coming off a deal of 4.25 million dollars Free agent at the end of the year, he adds a lot of experience and defensive depth. And if it's not him, and if you're looking to go cheaper, you can look at Chicago for Gustafson. The same yeah, guy, a 29 year old defenseman is going to cost. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I agree, but if he's just a rental, he might not cost you all that much. He's just a rental for you. Doesn't mean that they can't get more from somebody else who might consider him more than just a rental. Who might say, "Hey, I want to trade for that guy because now it gives me the jump, sh- 
the the jump on signing him to a, an extension before he becomes a free agent. Sure. I no, I I don't disagree with you at all. But if they if they're in a position to get him for and not give too up too much for him, I think it's a no brainer. You're definitely in a position to make some serious moves to to deepen the team. Yeah, and even that's with, even with those two players. If that's got, a great position to be in, that you don't need to go out and get more high end talent on either side of the ice. You just need to get those fill in guys. Yeah, Pavelski fills in bang right wing on the first line. Klingberg is your now you're in, in now in your third pair. Your third pair now you have a John Klingberg, which is fascinating. Yeah. So I, I look, I think the Rangers are in a position right now to 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 investigate this a little further, and I'm sure they are. Um, and who knows? They make a couple of moves, and they could be in a position to where they could make a run this year. Not saying that yeah. they're going to, um, or everything's going to pan out, but man, they're in a position to do that. And it's been a long time since this team, this organization has been in a position to, to do something like this and have a lot of money to spend or a lot of freedom, a lot of freedom, a lot of, a lot of flexibility, That's, thank a lot you. of flexibility. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, big so where do you land? Wait, where do you land on the Hayek playing over like Niels Lundqvist? Um, I, I personally think they're just showcasing him to other player to other teams to yeah. where when trades happen he's part of the deals that's it and that's why Gauthier for god i mean for some reason he's still playing he had probably a week and a half where he was playing lights out with Heedle and lafreniere but he's kind of died not yeah. died but his play has just leveled off and you want to be in a position to where your play has just leveled off and look at dryden hunt dryden hunt when he first went on the top line with with um panarin and strom he was killing it, and then he leveled off, and now he's playing on the third line. Right. So those those two guys are <clears throat> are probably in a position to be replaced in the lineup with somebody else. Okay. If so, not, so you think they're just traded. playing strictly so that other teams could scout them, and hopefully that incre- increases their value. Yeah, and I'm not uh, saying Monquist is killing it that he deserves to play because I made it known in this podcast that he hasn't been killing it, and he could use some time in Hartford to better adjust to the game, to the, to the North American game. Okay. And he's never had that opportunity. He's had the opportunity at the NHL level and it's tough, especially for a defenseman. Yeah. You know, so I don't have a problem with Hayek playing over Lundqvist. I like that Jones is playing. I really like that Jones is playing. So it's, it look, it's, it's, it's a really good time. And do, you know, you guys remember that guy from the little rascals frog froggy, don't I sound like that guy right now? Yes, all, you do. That's you all that keeps going into like my him. head that's... is that froggy kid from Little Rascal. You started, you started good, but you've been, you've been <laughs> going downhill. No, talk about, I, I talk about leveling talked, off. I haven't talked yeah. this much in five days. Okay. My throat is so sore. What, what was the guy that used to fill in on WFAN? Yeah, Sid Rosenberg, right? No, no, no. The, she yeah, on the fan. That guy. That's yeah. you. It was Sid Rosenberg on the fan. No, no. He wasn't, he wasn't shake it up. What? Who was the guy that used to talk like this all the time? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. that was uh, his name was Hey, this is Pharrell. Yeah, that's you. That's who you sound like. But you know who you don't sound like. And now it's time for trivia with Bill. Yeah. Okay. You guys are not going to like this question, but it's 54, Bill. Number 54 in this book. Uh oh. All right. Today's Mario Lemieux. Ding ding, you got it. 143 miles. 
I'm never going to live that one down, am I? I thought it was interesting. Which player holds the NHL record for goals scored by a draft-eligible player who was not drafted by an NHL team? What so, fucking horseshit? That fucking can question. You just, can you explain the question? This, this is more confusing than why that goal was not reviewable. <laughs> oh, my God. I told I'll, you. I'll, trivia, friends and Rivals, the trivia book. Bestseller. So didn't, get, didn't get drafted. Made his way through the minors. Uh, no, made, a made a team that year. Not necessarily that year. Not so right? it's just yeah. it's just that the player was not drafted. The, the player was draft eligible, but he was skipped over in the draft and he just got onto a team somehow at some point and scored the most goals. So I'll say the question again. Which player holds the NHL record for goals scored by a draft eligible player who was not drafted by an okay. NHL team? I actually think I know this. Brian so should I wait? Lepolsky. So should I wait? Actually, I have to look up and see who the, the answer to this question because I have oh, no idea. No. I've got the four. I've got the four names, but I gotta go look. I gotta go look. Oh, you you have names. Okay, all right. I, I think it's Wayne Gretzky. Do you, do you want me? No, I I think I think he might be a friend I of the think podcast. He was drafted. Carp? Carp played in the NHL. No. Uh, I, I think know, I know who it I is. I think I know. I was. That's where I was going with it too. I think um, I know who it is. That's why I thought it was as soon as Bill said the question because I. I All remember right. I, that. I say we. I, I say because this is a good, like this is a. It's actually a pretty good question. It really is. Um, I say Tom, just blow it up. I'm gonna say Martin Saint Louis. Martin Saint Louis is on the list of possible names in the multiple choice question, and that is incorrect. Oh my god! Ooh. But he wow. was wow on the multiple choice. Um, bitch, hmm. someone must have scored more than him then. Wow, drafted. He did, yeah. Uh, Panarin wasn't drafted, but I don't think he was. He scored enough goals to to constitute being on this list. No. Was Brett Hall ever drafted? Brett, you mean Brett Hall was drafted. Brett Hall, yeah, definitely. Yep, definitely not not on the list. Uh, um, was uh Ginla? Is it Ginla on the list? Is it uh... Ginla is not one of the multiple choice guys? <clears throat> okay. I'm thinking I think of Sidney Crosby then, right? Players that weren't drafted. Bo, I, they, I'm still, I still want to say Bo Jackson. I don't think he was drafted. And he knows Bo hockey. Knows, Bo knows hockey, yes. Bob, maybe, if it wasn't Bo, it's got to be Dion, right? Primetime? Uh, I, 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 I don't know if I'm supposed to say no to these answers. Um, he, neither of them played in the NHL. Uh, as many sports as they did play, the, the NHL was not one of them. I know Bo in the commercial acted like he was. Is it, is it Dave like Andrechuk? Is it Dave Andrechuk? Dave Andrechuk, incorrect. Um, is he still playing? No. Is this gonna be like one of those weird like NHL wasn't around? And was the NHL. Like, like when Gretzky, like that, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna know this name, Zarly Zalapsky. It's not no, the name game. No, you're playing the trivia game. Oh, oh. Not the, not I, the he, he said we would know the name. I knew that name. Um, Tony Amante. No, he was drafted. Not Tony Amante. Pierre I Trudeau. can give you a hint that's not going to help you. Please do. Please. That's, those are the best kinds <laughs> of help. Got, he's got the same <laughs> last name as several of my cousins. Vinny Fougere. <laughs> it's not Fougere. No, it's Frankie Fougere. Come on, Steve. 
Vinny Fougere de Champagnere on a toasted bagel. <laughs> That's correct. Jean-Jacques um, Francois Jelly Donut. <laughs> not our favorite, not our favorite score from <laughs> Letter King. Uh, Shorzy. Vinny Le Cavalier. Nope, 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 nope. No, because he was a first round draft pick. So uh, is, is your, is, <laughs> first overall. Do you have a Leclerc in your family? Is it? Oh, wait, I think I know what no. it is. Is it Pierre Turgeon? No. That's what I just Not said. Pierre. No. Well, nobody no listens to me, Nick. It's about time you understand that. <laughs> Steve is Thomas. It? Ooh, Did, Steve why Thomas. hasn't anybody guessed Steve Thomas yet? <laughs> <laughs> I just said that. I just said Steve Thomas. Why don't you listen to me? <laughs> no, it was not Steve Thomas. Bobby uh, Hall. Like you want a decade? You want like a team that yeah, played? Yeah, 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 like yeah. Decade, decade, yeah, sure. Decade, yeah. decade that he uh, would have scored the the most of his goals would have been the eighties. Eighties, yeah. Eighties uh, guy. Yari is Yari Curry. What were those? Uh, yeah, I don't know. No, Not Yari. Uh, uh, was it? Wait, was was it Wendell Clark? No, sir. Not Wendell Clark. Is it Craig McTavish? No, he was uh, the no, last he guy to not wear a helmet. Exactly. He's a different last trivia question. Okay. Yeah. Trivia question. Uh, I'm gonna look up now and see how many goals he actually scored. Maybe that'll help you. Nope. In the 80s. In the 80s. In uh, the 80s. Uh, I mean, he did play. Uh, he he played through the 90s, but like his his most his James is it James Patrick. 608 career goals, not oh. James Patrick. Oh, I thought this was in the Seymour. I'm sorry. No, that would be a record. That's that career, would be a record, yeah. I think, in the season. <laughs> Still wouldn't help. 608 goals. In the, in the 80s. That's a lot of goals in the 80s. Uh, uh, Pat LaFontaine? Uh, no. 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 He's not in the 600 club. Good old. Our original is it, concussion. Is, is it Mike Gartner? I was thinking, my God, he was on my brain. He was. What was he doing? That, that must have been tough for him to stand on and balance on. <laughs> Um, not Mike Gardner, <laughs> not Mike Gardner. <laughs> not Mike Gardner. Uh, all right, um, do you want give to... us the predominant team. The predominant team that's a good question. What the predominant team was? Uh, well, the predominant team, yes, the predominant team in the 80s when he scored most of those goals was the Minnesota North Stars. Ah, uh, Neil Broaden, Neil Broaden. Uh, no, uh, he, he was drafted, D- Darcy Brodden. Kemper. <sighs> Kemper is a goaltender. No. Basil McRae. Uh, <laughs> Patty Birdbeak. I heard he's a farmer. No. Was it Dale Anderchuk? Uh, no, not Dale Anderchuk. Uh, Mike Madonna. 80s. No, not Mike, was, was he, not was, Mike, was Mike Madonna born in the 80s? <laughs> <laughs> Who played for the. What other great North Stars were there? Sergey Zubov. Darian no. Hatcher. Is it Darian Hatcher? Darian Hatcher? No, the defenseman with 608 goals. I think I would have heard of that one. Oh, no. Ooh, I think I got him. I, 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 but I don't know if he's drafted. Dino Cicerelli. Boom. Dino Cicerelli is the. Dino Cicerelli. Cicerelli. There you go. That I was thinking him as a Red Wing. I, well, he, I agree. He I ended up on the Red Wings late. But he, yeah. so that's probably he, where he lit it up comes, in the 80s more than the 90s for sure. Yeah. North Stars. Capitals the last couple of years of the eighties, but he was with the Capitals four years. And he did it, Tom. Just so you know, again, not in one season. No, well, that was yeah, career. No. Thanks. 
And now it's time for impressions with Nick. All right. So here's the deal tonight, boys. We're going to do a, it's going to be six questions. They're all going to be the, you're going to have to guess two things. One, the, the announcer and then the team. The team's going to be a lot easier, but I figure, you know what? You should at least be able to give me both. At least you should at least get the team on each of these. I know the like so, three announcers. Okay, that's true. You, you probably don't know a lot of these, but it's gonna be fun because, like, you know, it's me screaming a lot, so it'll good. be good. Even better. Um, even better. <laughs> Goody. Hence why I'm drinking tea before this uh, this thing because I was practicing and blowing up my 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 voice before we even started. You're so, gonna sound um, like me by the end of this. I probably will. I don't have any water left, so I'm gonna be fucked. Oh boy. All right. <clears throat> All right, boys. So first one i'm gonna probably i might go on mute for a second just to get the voice after where i do the first one or each one because i'm i gotta get you know back into it's the gotta get in the right headspace right he's, he's such a method actor this is he's probably russian irish peeling the curtain back people all right boys you're ready. the teeth the tongue the lips <laughs> <laughs> don't pour all right. for me. all right so the first one's gonna have three kind of things it's quick so it's going to be like three different things so after the third one is done you'll know and then i'll give the thumbs up and that's kind of the end of it okay all, the other ones are all kind of just a thing so okay you'll, you'll, all right all right okay <laughs> all right boys okay can you explain that again <laughs> all right hopefully i don't blow you you're not wearing headphones. oh steve's wearing headphones so okay it's fine it's fine my ears are all so clogged i won't it won't be a problem <laughs> you'll be able to taste this okay, okay. all right here we all go. right, all right. Here Number one. Goals! Maximum again of top shelf where mama hides the cookies. Shot scores! Stupors! Deflection in overtime! La 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 you don't have, don't have to show me. We'll Jesus do, Christ, we'll why didn't you say that? Now they know. They stole my answers. They Mike, can't even read. I was looking at it. I was writing. I was writing. Neither of them can even read. What do you, what's your problem? L-A-N-G. Steve, L-A-N-G, right? Lang? See? It said. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. So the rest of them are going to be easier to know when it ends. All right. Number two. Okay. Number two. Here we go. Right back at it. And the pass goes right under Marshawn's stick. Anderson down on his front. And they're going to call a wave to play dead with the Bruins on the power play coming into the attacking zone. I mean, I understand if this was a peewee game or if there was a bone sticking out of his leg. Fucking Howard Cosell doing a Bruins This is utterly game. ridiculous. It's a <laughs> one-goal game in the playoffs with the Bruins on the power play. Are you going to stop the play for a guy who is still conscious? I mean, I don't know how they brought Howard Cosell back from the dead. I know. But, I mean, he did a Bruins game with Marchand in it. Holy shit. That was like, that was a direct quote right before he said that uh, John Lennon had been shot. (laughs) We had texted. (laughs) I'm being too loud. (laughs) All right. Okay. Number three. I definitely got the team, though. And now Ovechkin gets tripped up. And this time, no call. Kovalchuk leads the charge the other way. Kovalchuk drops the Zidlitsky. Over to Elias. Oh, fading on the shot was Andy Green. Zidlitsky, you don't try. To Kovalchuk. Shot. Score! 
Ilya Kovalchuk wins it in overtime for New Jersey. Um, it was a terrible Mike Emmerich, but okay. That's Doc to you, pal. Sorry. All right, next one. Oli Jokinen must score to keep the Rangers season alive. <laughs> He's five for nine this year in shootouts. Forty percent for his one, career huh? as he picks up the puck with, with lots of speed. Jokinen with the dig. The save by Boucher, and the Flyers are going to the playoffs. Oy, oy, oy. You had to pick fucking that one, didn't you? Hope you shit your pants. Wow, it's been like two decades. Wow. Not over that one yet. Still hurts. <laughs> Still hurts. <laughs> Still hurts about five minutes until Tara comes down and beats me with whatever has <laughs> she has in her hand. Keep your camera feed on, though. All right. Number five. <clears throat> Carlson. Carlson comes in. Here's Barkley Goodrow. He's good. Barkley Goodrow and the Sharks just won one of the most remarkable comeback games, and they have won the series. Forgot what that fucker's name is. Phil Esposito. No, no. (laughs) Phil Esposito and like, uh, who scored? All right, you ready? Last one. It's actually my favorite one of these. We do. I did. Probably a fucking Islanders. Islanders. Fucking Islander one. There's going to be one last gasp for the uh, for the Oilers. Bergeron, fans of the past. Stepan steals it and he'll ice it. Or at least I thought he was going to until he blew it. That was unbelievable. And here come the Oilers the other way. Hemsky's loose. Hemsky, he scores! Can you believe what we just saw? Your dog's trying to figure out who you are. I know. She's not really happy with me screaming like a fucking lunatic at 11 o'clock at night with all my kids probably waking up, but you know, that's about right for impressions of Nick. What? I mean, listen, fucking stellar, my dude. I mean, the way you brought fucking Howard Cosell back from the dead, it was uncanny (laughs) how much you sounded like him. Unfucking believable. To be honest, to be fair, a lot. To be fair, a lot of these guys sound exactly the same. They all do. When yeah. they're all screaming like I was, so I tried my best to differentiate. It's pretty tough. Um, all right, so you guys all ready to go through it? So sure. I, obviously, the first one is Mike Lang of the Penguins. First one. I don't think so. That was the Sabres. Who was the La Lafontaine? No. What do you got? He's Buffalo. This was the Sabres guy. Rick. I have a Sabres guy. I have no idea what the name would be. Yeah, Rick something. Rick? That was close. Rick, Rick Generet? Generet, right. Thank yeah. you. Sabres. No. Sabres. I have All Sabres. Right. And I, I Sabres. have Rick and Sabres. Rick and Sabres is pretty cool. I'll honestly take that. You get first name. It's pretty tough. Some of these. I, I mean, I have right. I didn't think you guys. Good thing he's not winning a hat on this one. Please. I know. God fucking, damn it. I'll get. <laughs> okay. We'll figure out something for, good for you to win. Maybe some number- NyQuil. Number like two shit. was the guy that used to work at ESPN for the Bruins. Not the one, not not Honey Nyquil. Apparently, that's gross. No, yeah, not Honey. Not that's the worst. All right, number two. What 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 team you guys got in that one? The Boston the Bruins. 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 Okay, yeah, the Bruins. And what's his fucking name? The guy used to work at ESPN. No, it was Howard Cosell, Steve. No, what's his fucking name? <laughs> Come on, he's like Duh. he's he's one of the guys I thought you guys would definitely get because he's kind of famous for. I just his don't outburst. remember. I know his name. I couldn't remember his name either. He had a giant homer. Yeah, oh, they're right. the, Jack the Bruins announcers are all Jack. Homers, yeah. Yeah, it's a Jack. Well, I, I wrote Jack, down Jack uh, asshole because I hate him. Jack, Jack asshole. I can't remember what his last eh, name is. Eh, is that his real Jack last name? Edwards. Ah, uh, Jack Edwards. Damn. Right. 
I did not have Jack. I had Howard C. No, number three is a legend. for the name since I got Jack. Since, yeah, since sure. For the Sabres, you got Rick. Yeah. I should get Jack. Who is number three, Steven? Number three is Doc Emmerich for the Devils. We, we all got that one. No way. Come on. Wow. That's who I had. That wasn't Doc. That's who I had. Was he gone already? Is it Cangelosi? It's Cangelosi. He was wow. gone already on with, when Ziglicki was on the team? I think it was a night where Cangelosi was on. I was looking uh, up different, different calls. They had Cangelosi, and I'm like, because you know what? It's his, it was, it's, he's the current guy, right? Cangelosi? Yeah. Yeah. So he must have filled in during that time. Huh. I, I didn't realize. Wow. Yeah. I was like, that's not Doc. But I just, I actually, just figured Doc by default with the Devils at the, in that well, era. I had Doc not, too. It not being Doc and the Devils, I was like, this is perfect. It, because like, it's not yeah, it's perfect to easy. fucking trick us. A jerk. <laughs> at number four. Number four was some schmuck with the Flyers, right? Yeah, some schmuck. I didn't. I don't think any of you guys know his name. No, Scott Lachlan. You didn't do Sam Rosen. Why did not take Sam Rosen? That was a more gut wrenching call for Sam. Well, because I, I just we've done. I think I've done Sam or done Micheletti. I came. I think it's Sam Rosen. Um, I'm sure you did Micheletti. He fucking loves the Islanders. <laughs> no, I'm pretty pretty sure it is Rosen. Actually, I could be wrong. Did, Anyways, did we talk? Did we talk about a couple of weeks ago that Micheletti, Micheletti filled in? On an Islanders broadcast? Yeah, I, I listened to it. it was because bizarre. Butch Boring was like fucking dead or something. You know how weird it was to like see him on there at the same time? He he was so fucking happy. What one of the two Islanders games and he, you guys right. had a sub announcer? Exactly. He never I, I haven't heard him sound that happy in over a decade. <laughs> it was weird. I'm not gonna lie. So number five, we've got the lightning. You got that, Billy. Yeah, I got the lightning too. Bill, number five. I didn't I didn't get I didn't get the lightning. I guess the sharks. I have no idea. It's the sharks. It was the sharks. Carlson. Uh, I, I heard Goudreau. That's that's it. Oh, so I got so I got okay. So I got that one right. So Billy wins. Sharks. And number six is the Oilers. Oilers. Oh, so so and you get the cut the all right. So I guess now you got number five. Randy Hahn. Uh number four was Jim Jackson with the Flyers, by the way. Since you guys didn't I have no idea. All right, number six is at least somebody you know in terms of like it's not just an, he played the game. Is it the guy who's on EA's the voice of EA Sports? No, he does Vancouver Canucks games, doesn't he? All right, which which team was which team was at least number six? Do you know the Oilers? Okay, Oilers. All right, so you got that. Is it was it Anson Carter? <laughs> no, Anson Carter definitely was not Anson Carter. No, it would have been. <laughs> <laughs> Was he a pikey? <laughs> All right, Tom. Any, any, any last saving there? No. No, I I lost. Ray Ferraro. Oh, oh chicken farm. Oh man, oh good. I, now I can erase this note. Uh, there you go. No, no, save that. <laughs> save that. You never know when you're gonna need it. <laughs> well. I think I guess Bill probably wins this one. I don't think. Yeah, think, we'll, we'll uh, give it to Bill. We'll, we'll give it to Billy. Billy got the Sharks. Billy got the Sharks one right. You can me wins. We're going to chalk it up to the fact that sixty-six percent of the contestants have COVID, and that's why Billy won. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're really giving away who has the COVID right now. That's... Oh shit! Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> it was really special. Gonna win special that. Uh... Somebody's going to win that on Twitter. I'll have to write Feel a song like... about that. I'm also going to have to write a song about how I won this this one today. Oh great! Yeah, that's, awesome. That's song worthy. All right, so keep you busy. We're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go right into Steve's stomach. Oh, that feels better.
and go to the year. I don't know where my agenda thing is. What did I say? 2009? 2009. Right. Nine. By the way, uh, I'd like to say that uh, this week in Steve's stomach has a sponsor this year. What? For this year's planner. The sponsor is Tom. He actually bought me the planner that I am using for the year 2022. Apparently he hates it. Oh no, it's is it's it going on you? Oh yeah, I mean it's it's definitely it's it's just shy of being the type of planner that you put underneath your keyboard on your desk, that huge fucking large calendar. No, it's great. Mm. Oh yeah. Well, I I look, I knew your eyesight was going and I wanted you to be able to see. Right. Right. Did you put on your pillow on appreciative? All right. So I got oh, what? Do you put on your pillow at night? It's so big. No. Whack, whack. I sleep on it. All right, I, I probably have one of the more obscure ones. So let's go to go to February twelfth. February twelfth. Thursday, February twelfth. Oh. Uh, that was three days after my son was born. I had grapes for breakfast. You had breakfast? I had grapes. Really? Wow! For Holy breakfast. shit! Wow. A, it's a breakfast day. A Caesar what else, Daddy? You had breakfast. Caesar side salad and five piece chicken nuggets with a Coca-Cola from Wendy's for lunch, a little grapes for an afternoon snack. What, what, what? Oh, the grapes grapes? must have been good. They they were just, they were just in the house, I guess. Were they green or were they purple? Green grapes. I don't, I don't, I don't really like purple grapes. I'll eat them, but I would never buy them. They're freaking delicious. Grapes are green. And for dinner was a patty melt and fries with a Coca-Cola classic from Friendlies. Oh, Friendlies. Oh. February the 12th, 2009 is also the day that we sold our condo. Just in case oh, anyone else wants to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. What kind of, did you get ice cream? And no, no ice cream. And we didn't move in to the new house, I think, until May. April, May, when something like that. May. Wow. So you've been in the house since then? Yeah, May 22nd. Wow. Holy shit. Huh? You've been in the house? Yeah. In that house? 12 Heck years. Yeah. 12, 12 going on 13. Uh, uh, one week shy of your 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 oldest son being born. One week, one week shy of that. One Why week. did you pick February the 12th? For whatever thing, I was thinking of the 9th for him for some reason. I don't know. Oh, I, mean, who, I don't know who the hell is fucking idiot. <laughs> so to honor the 200th anniversary of the birth of the U.S. President Abraham Lincoln, the U.S. Mint launches a series of pennies that commemorate four stages of Lincoln's life. There you have it. Wow. wow. That's good stuff. That's memorable. That, that, that certainly is. That was on my list. I don't know you guys. I'm surprised I didn't recognize that day right off the bat because of that. That's I know. On me. Shocking. Wow. There's also something on the, uh, on the, on the, pay, on the Wikipedia this is, page. This is fucking, this is COVID brain, people. That there was a, a Colgan Air Flight 3407 crashes in New York killing 49 passengers, including a 9-11 widow and one man who was in his house. Wow. Imagine just sitting in your house playing just in your friggin' my goodness gracious. Is that unlucky well, lottery? I got, a better, I got a better date and time for today. Today, two years ago. So today I had uh, Belvita. No? No. Oh, sorry. Today, today, two years ago, we adopted. Aww. We're looking at our, our timeline. It was that's your gotcha ago. day. 
I was like, gotcha. God dang it. Two years ago, I had this dog. And that's right. Gotcha. Right before COVID. Oh, what a good omen. Yeah, wow. So, so listen, if you're, if you're listening, why and we say in the beginning, well, this is going to be a really quick show. You know, you're in for a fucking <laughs> long one. Jesus Christ. And boy, did we do that again. So. Jeez. He's got all day to just uh, cut this thing up, hey, right? Nobody I, fucking reviewed us. Go to at friends underscore rivals. I'm sure our media, our marketing department will do something tomorrow. Um, do the 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 thing with the thing, and Billy say something witty. I I can't because like you've spent the entire show sounding just like Super Dave Osborne. How am I gonna fucking top that? Thanks a lot. Where'd he go? Did he have to poop? What, Steve? Yeah. I heard him. I did too. He's getting the mayo. <laughs> He's scraping the mayo off of the cheese and the meat and putting it on the bread. Is he on the ventilator now? <laughs> I hope not.